I want to look at Exodus chapter 3. God has, God is having a conversation with Moses and God is commissioning Moses. God is consecrating Moses. But Moses keeps coming with excuses, complaints. Talking about what he can't do. I stutter. God said, I'll answer that. I'll answer that. <clears throat> Here's how I'm answer that. I'm going to give you Aaron. But I'm still talk to you. You can't get around it. <laughs> now remember, Moses grew up in the palace as a pagan. He was a Hebrew boy. But he grew up in the palace and he learned the Egyptian way. Right? At this point, he had committed murder and on the run. He had been on the run for 40 years. As a matter of fact, he went into the University of Wilderness for 40, 40 years. God was teaching him how to become a shepherd. God was taking all the pride out of him, taking all the culture out of him. Come on, somebody. I'm trying to help somebody with something. Amen. And God was cleaning him up to get him ready, but here he is complaining and telling God what he can't do. He was looking at himself and not God. Oftentimes, we think we have to do something for God. We don't do anything for God. God works through us. Are you with me? Verse 13 says, Then Moses said to God, Behold, I am going to the sons of Israel, and I will say to them, the God of your fathers has sent me to you. Now, they may say, there it, they go. He was man with a bunch of excuses. Now, they may say to me, what is his name? What shall I say to them? God said to Moses, I am who I am. And he said, thus you shall say to the sons of Israel, I am has sent me to you. I am has sent me to you. God furthermore said to Moses, thus you shall say to the sons of Israel, the Lord, the God of your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob has sent me to you. I want to show you something here. This is my name what? I'm going to say it one more time. Let me, see, let me see if I can say it one more time. This is my name when? This is my name forever. And this is my memorial name to all generations. I want to talk about God as a deliverer. God, the name of God here. Last week we saw God's name as a strong tower. True security versus false security. But today we're going to look at God as a deliverer. What is his name? Names of, for God's self-revelation 
in history is underscored by the giving of his name. God, through his name, discloses his true character. God, through his name, discloses his true character. Names in the Bible were very important. As a matter of fact, when you named your child, you would name that child according to their character. We, we don't do that no more. You know, we, we got Alize and Mercedes and Toyota and uh, Jalapeno and all of that kind of stuff. You know, we, 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 we name our kids just all kinds of stuff. No, there's no real meaning. And if you really look at it, amen, God has throughout history disclosed himself to us through his name. Listen to this. When you come to know God, the I am, you will come to know him as healer. See, that name deliverer, or I am, Remember what, what Moses was getting ready to do. He was getting ready to go to set the people free. 400 years of slavery. 400 years of lost identity and culture. And finally, God was sending his man in that name. You see, in church history, Constantine said, how, I, how am I going to win this battle? He says, in that name, Cairo, Christos. What we find here is that Moses is a representation of God. In fact, he says, you will be just like God. But you can be like God and not carry his name. You got to carry the name. You with me? He could not be like God without the name attached to him. God gave Moses what he needed. But Moses kept on giving him excuses. I stutter. I can't speak right. Whose name should I tell him sent me? You know, he's thinking about all the negatives. Watch this. God's trying to deliver some of us, and all we're doing is giving him excuses as to why. Why we can't be delivered. Why we won't be delivered. It's amazing how God will give you a revelation in church. Amen. A restoration. And by the time you reach your car, it's all gone. Come on, somebody. You see, God, when he reveals himself as the I am, he's revealing himself as, as healer, as protector, as provider, uh, as comforter, as savior. Now, in this name, I am, there are four consonants in the name. As a matter of fact, it's sometimes called 
the Tetragrammaton. Remember, I told you this before. Matter of fact, Jesus used this name. In John 8, 58, Jesus said, Truly, truly, I say to you, before Abraham was, I am. Are you with me? And, and when I say there are four consonants in the name, his name was so holy that they would not repeat the vowels. So they would pronounce his name Yahweh without the vowels because his name was holy. I'm sorry, his name is holy. They respected God. Matter of fact, they, they thought about this name when they got this revelation from Amen. From the Dead Sea Scrolls and when it was translated and when the people got this word, watch this, they were so scared to say his name, watch this now, watch this now, that they would not call him Yahweh, they would call him Adonai. They, 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 because the name itself is holy. I'm trying to help somebody. The name itself, the, when he says that I am who I am, amen. You know, there's a lot of stuff to go with that. Number one, he doesn't have to explain who he is because he already is. So you may want to <laughs> note that down. He already is. What is he? He's self-existing. In other words, God does not need anything. To exist. He doesn't need me. Mm -hmm. He doesn't need anything that I have to offer to him. He can do it all by himself. Amen. Now, now as Jesus says to. Jesus was speaking in John 58, 58. He, he was telling to the he was saying to the Jews. Hey, I am before Abraham was I am. The Jews recognized this reference to God, and at that point, they wanted to stone Jesus to death. So this I am name, don't, don't overlook the I am name, y'all. Listen, listen, listen. The I am name is so holy that even when you said you should reverence God. Are you with me? So, so what does the I am give us? The word, the word I am in the Hebrew is Hayah. And you know what the word Hayah means? It means to be. <laughs> and then when you do another translation of the name, it means he is. <laughs> to be, he is. He is what? He's my deliverer. Because if Moses would have went in with any other name, they would have still been enslaved. And oftentimes, saints, you and I are caught up in something. We're caught up in certain things in life and we cannot get loose. We cannot break free. And God is saying, I am. Amen. And I can. If you want it. You see? So, 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 so if you're going to use this name, you got to understand that, number one, this name gives you authority. It gives authority. It, it's used over 7,000 times 
I did a lot of studying on this name here. <laughs> right. it, it, it's used about 7,000 times in the Old Testament. It speaks to God as he that always was, always is, and ever to be. I'm going to say it one more time. He speaks to he that always was, that always is, and that will ever be. So that gives us what? Authority. And God as a deliverer will give you the authority to overcome whatever it is that you find so hard to get over today. His name. His name I am. His name he is. His name to be. See, when, what, what, look at the verse. It, verse 13, he says, he says, he says, he says here in verse 14, he says, God said to Moses, I am who I am. It's a statement of power. Now, he addresses Moses first, if you look at it. He says, I am who I am. Now, God is not avoiding the question. <laughs> but before you can take his name to somebody else, you got to know the name for yourself. And somebody here today, I want to tell you something. You've been calling on a lot of other names. You, you know, you know you, you've been calling other names. You, you've been calling, you know, Wells Fargo, and you've been calling Chase, and you, you've been calling the payday loan place, and you... Uh-huh, all that kind of stuff. You, you've been calling a lot of names, but, but, but I want to tell you about a name. I am who I am. What does that mean? What does that mean to you? It gives you authority. You can walk in that name. As a child of God, you've got to know how to use his name. You got to know how to rely on his name. When you can't read, when you can't sing, you got to say, God, I know you are the I am. I know that you are the I am. I know that you are my deliverer. And somebody here today, I'm going to tell you something. You have the authority to stand on that name. The text says, the text says, Jesus, God said to Moses, and he said, thus you shall say to the sons of Israel, I am has sent me to you. The next thing you got to know about this name is this. <laughs> you ready? It's a name you can call upon in worship. It's a name that you can call upon. Not only does the name give you authority, watch this, to, to overcome the toughest things that you are facing in life right now. But watch this, the name I am, watch this, can be used, can be called upon in worship. Listen to this. Why? Because the name suggests self-existence. God said to Moses, listen, man, let me get it straight with you first. And now let me let me get it straight with them. 
You let them know. <laughs> now, let me, let me share this with you now. Now, watch this now. Now, when Moses went to them and say, I am, look what God says in 15, verse 15. He says, God furthermore said, <clears throat> just in case they got it wrong. I mean, let me show you something here. All right? God furthermore said to Moses, <clears throat> thus you shall what? <clears throat> Say to the sons of Israel, the Lord God of your what? Notice, 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 notice. He says, he says what? The, your, the Lord the same I am, the God of what? Your fathers? The God of who? Abraham? The God of Isaac? And the God of what? So here, here's something else about his name you need to understand. You ready? He's a God, or it's a name, or he's a God that is faithful. He's faithful to his promise. See, what I'm, he's faithful to his promises. What he was showing Moses here is that I want, you, I want you to know me as a God who keeps his promises. See, when you know the names of God and, and when you understand the attributes of these names, then you can, it strengthens your faith. It brings you to a place where you could start doubt, you could stop doubting. You you could stop being anxious about stuff, and you can sit back and say, "God, okay, you said your word. Your word says you are the I am, and you said to to Moses, tell them that the God of Isaac. Come on now, the, I'm sorry, the God of Abraham. What what is the God? Who is the God of Abraham? Abraham was a pagan before he was a believer." And when God called him out, God said, leave your country. Go, and I'll show you. And he kept his promise. Why? Because he says, not only I am the God of Abraham, but the God of Isaac. Amen. The promised son is called, it's pronounced Isaac. It's the promised son. The one that they waited some 50 years for. See, what God was doing with Abraham and what God was trying to remind Moses of. Watch this. Look back through your life. See what I have done. Who are you going to give credit to for bringing you through? For delivering you? Watch this. They went from being free to being slaves. Why? Because they kept turning their backs on God. So now they are in slavery. And God is sending Moses, watch this, with a name. He did not send him with a powerful military force. Oh, I would. Man, I, am I talking to myself? Watch this. Watch. He didn't send him with a powerful military force. He didn't send him with bombs and bombers and, and, and all kinds of stuff. No, he sent him, he sent him with his name. Think about this for a minute. Think about this for a minute. 
when you called on that day. You, do you remember when you called on that name? I'm talking about the same name, Jesus. Come on, somebody. Can I ask you something? What happened to your life? When you go to battle, what are you going with? Could it be that you and I are battling some of the things in our lives with all these carnal things, with all these worldly things, and we're not fighting with his name? We're not using his name to overcome obstacles. We're not using his name to fix our marriages and to fix our home life, to, to fix what's going on at the job. Use his name. You're battling. The battle is not against flesh and blood, but with that name. That name that, that's said in the New Testament. And he says that name that every knee will, will bow to and every tongue will confess one day. I'm talking about Jesus, because that's who the I am is. By the way, the I am is Jesus. So not only do you, do you realize that his name, watch this, he's faithful to what? His promise. Whatever God has promised. See, but here's the thing. 7,627 promises that most of us don't know nothing about. We only know a few. The Lord is my shepherd. That's a promise. I shall not want. That's another promise. <laughs> he maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restored my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, do I walk through the valley of the shadow of death? I will fear no evil. Why? For the tetragrammaton is with me. The I am was with me. You see, David saw him as a shepherd. The proverb writer saw him as a strong tower. Ha <laughs> Ezekiel saw him as a valley of dry bones. And come on, somebody. I'm trying to help somebody. And, and what Moses is saying here, and what God is saying to Moses, you tell them, you remind them of where I brought you from. You remember my promises to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Jacob the trickster who God changed the name and that became Israel. Come on, I'm trying to help somebody today. I'm trying to tell you, he'll take you from a trick and turn you into somebody he can use for his glory. Come on, somebody. Ah, I'm talking about that name. That name that's above every name. It's impossible for me to talk about his name and not get happy. It's impossible for me to call his name and not worship that name. It's impossible for me to look around and say my God has not been faithful to me in that name. That I am is the name. So the next thing you got to understand, write this down. That name is to be feared. You fear that name. God revealed this name to Moses and it became the foremost name identified with the covenant between God and his people. Watch this. God has given his people many things to remember him by, but his name is above all. See, that's why I wanted to get into this series about his name, because I think we've been holding on to, to, to stuff that's not real. 
But I want to go into the Bible and I want to find his name and I want to dig it out. And I want to say, okay, God, and here's how I'm going to pray this prayer tomorrow, today and forevermore. Lord, your name is I am. You've been faithful to Jacob, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So what about me? I'm going to call you I am right now. I'm going to worship you as I am. I'm going to fear your name as I See, today, a lot of people don't fear God. They ain't got no fear of God. They have no fear about God. They have fear about the things of God. But when you encounter the I am, I remember encountering the I am. Watch this. He says, this is the part that got me. He says, this is my name when. You know, I'm doing a study right now. Oh, shoot, my time is up. <clears throat> I'm doing a study right now. We can share it. I'm a priest, y'all. Uh, I got five minutes. <clears throat> See, y'all. I'm doing a study right now about creeds and councils. Now, the Catholic Church is big on creeds and stuff like that. You know, you recite the creed. I don't know if anybody had been Catholic before, right? So, they, you know, you repeat all the creeds and all this other stuff, catechism and all that kind of stuff, right? Why is the Christian Church don't have it? Creeds. Do you know what creeds are for? Creeds were created to... to fight off the heresies that were coming in the church. But see, they twisted it and they, you know, then they start relying more on the creeds than the word. You got to be careful that you're not replacing all your Christian reading with the word. Don't substitute it. Some of us don't even read our Bible. We don't even read no Christian book. Last time you picked up a Christian book. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Think about that now. Amen. I ain't talking about them novels either. You know, uh, Solomon and 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 uh, uh, Song of Solomon. You know the, that type of stuff. I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about I'm talking about a Christian book that has some substance in it. And what I found is this: that when we replace God's name. With anything else, we will not succeed in this journey. He says, my, this is my name when? Forever. For what? Forever. Watch this. This is my what kind of name? My memorial name. So not only is his name to be feared, this name I am. You ready? Let me give you this. Those of you watching online. It is to be praised. God is saying to them, the reason why it's my name forever and it's my memorial name to all generations, it is because God is not bound to time. And while he's present, the I am, he will always be present, even now and in the future. So he says, this name shall go on for what? For all generations. So it is to be praised, but lastly, it is to be glorified. It is to be glorified. So as you go about your day this week, 
Every now and then, I want you to just say, God, you are the I am. And I call on that name. I call on that name, Lord, because I know that you're ever present back then. Look what he says. The text says, my name went. What is forever? Only God knows what forever is. Because we will never see forever. But we will when we behold him in glory. Because absent from the body is to be present with him. And if you haven't called on that name, then your forever stops at death. But today, I encourage you to call on your deliverer. Some of us want to stay bound because we love what we love. When, when Moses went in here to try to get these people out of here, you know what they told him? Man, you crazy. And he, <laughs> look, fast forward the story. They got to the Red Sea. He's like, man, we should have stayed back there. Have you forgotten his name? See how quick they forgot their name? From the time they get into crisis, they forget his name. Is that us? From the time we get in trouble, we forget I am. We say, I who? Who? I who? How are we going to get out of this? <laughs> so you got to remember his name. Amen? Amen. Amen. Give God a hand clap.